I don't know. So this is, according to MIT scientists, the most danceable song of all time by Timbaland. Who's the young woman caterwauling in my ears? That is Nelly Furtado. I've never heard of her. So MIT scientists determined this the most danceable song. Just letting you know. That's enough of that. All right, Michael. Thought I'd let you know. Uh, Coming up is... Hang on a second. uh, I've got a metronome over here. I'm going to set it to 120 beats per minute. Okay. Joe has a metronome on his phone. That's actually pretty fast. I think that last song is a little slower than that. That's your brainwash beat. Hmm. Well known to make humans dance. Um, make fools of themselves. Is global warming? Should be at home studying the good book. Is global warming going to lead to forty thousand more suicides? That's uh, front page of the USA Today today. It seems a little uh, willing to go with conjecture to me, but uh, stay tuned. Oh, yes. It, uh, well, if you like crappy, crappy science, stay tuned for that. Also, just a quick note. Some of you may have heard this story already on various uh, news outlets, but the uh, the viral picture, uh, millions of shares of a waiter at a West Texas steakhouse who the racist, racist customer had said, we don't tip terrorists because apparently he had kind of a, well, his name is Khalil. <clears throat> Turns out he made it up and it was a hoax, et cetera, et cetera. Just a little word to the wise. You're a young social justice warrior. You really against racism and you think about it all day long. But the only problem is you want to be a hero, but everybody around you is actually pretty reasonable and nice people and there isn't a lot of racism. So you decide that you better make some up and put a noose in a tree on the in a college campus, or write an N-bomb on your own door as a professor, or make up a story as a waiter. Don't do it. Don't do it. How often do these turn out to be true? I'm not sure I can remember one that was ever actually happened. It's rare. It's rare. Which is not to say there's no racism. No, no, no. Only that's a not lunatic point. would make that claim. But I don't think many racists are writing racist things on receipts. Right. Right. Exactly. With their name and credit card number on it. Yeah. I mean, you've got, you're, you're there eating your ham and cheese sandwich in a clan robe if you're doing that. I mean, you're out and proud. But it's, uh, what's more interesting to me is the trend of people who want so badly to help. So they invent stuff to, you know, it's a, it's a Munchausen syndrome, right? You create a problem so you can be seen solving it. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of ethnics, you got your Sasha Baron Cohen. Is he a Brit? I believe that is that is true. He's got a vaguely Middle Eastern aspect to him. Uh, is he a Jewish fellow? Cohen suggests he might have some Jewish heritage. I do not know. And it's not that important, except that he masquerades as all sorts of different people and does fake interviews and and, and, uh, and tries to fool people into acting like jackasses. He was born in Israel. Okay. It's long been his career, sometimes to hilarious uh, ends. Although... Seems a, a tad fatigued to me as a bit, but so he managed to get uh, state representative Jason Spencer, a Republican of Georgia, on his brand new super controversial show that I urge you not to watch. Very few people are watching it on Showtime. It's low rated, although it might be more highly rated after this incident. Well, he was claiming to be Sasha Baron Cohen, SBC, was claiming to be Israeli terrorism expert Colonel Aren Morad, 
he convinced the uh, the lawmaker to participate in an anti-terrorism training video meant for elected officials to learn how to protect themselves from terrorists. That is your premise. I will tell you, Sean and I watched the video and agreed that he looks like he has a wax head. <laughs> Cohen does. The the prosthetics and the makeup and everything are terrible. Does he just feel like he's too recognizable now? Yeah, I think that's part I'm of it. I'm not sure he would have been to this guy. Yeah, and especially since he is an Israeli, I'm not sure why he gave himself the entire wax face treatment, and he looks clearly in disguise to me. So my, hmm, what's up here? Uh, nerve is a jangling. Having said that, we'll play you a little tape of it. In America, there is one forbidden world. It is the N-word. Now, I am going to be the terrorist. You have three seconds to attract attention. Go! Are you crazy? The N-word is noony. Not this word. This word is disgusting. So he tricks him into shouting enter, enter, enter for some reason that okay. didn't quite square for yeah, me. Yeah, I don't but... quite understand the premise. So he, he must have explained it... to him previously that it would, you know. It's like the, the thing, like, if you say help, people don't look. But if you say fire, that gets people's attention. Ah. So he was saying there, there is one word that will get everybody's attention in America above all else. The N-word. Yeah, so if you're in a dangerous situation, <laughs> yell this word and everybody will look to you. And then they, <laughs> then you will have people's attention. <laughs> but and then, then the punchline, the hilarious punchline after he gets... <laughs> Gets him to scream enter over and over again is no that word's terrible I meant noony right I can't say it's not funny as I am laughing it's uh, somewhat amusing but uh, well it's what's funny is that the guy fell for it to a I guy just, in a wax face just kind of no I'm not going to yell that and at one point he talks incites him into saying and I quote or do we have more tape or uh, yeah I've got the are you talking about the the Chinese part no no at one uh, well, I've I'll got hold tape off. of it it doesn't translate though the, the all rest. you damned sand enters over in the Middle East we are tired of you coming to America and we are tired of you trying to threaten us he says in a video titled a message to terrorists from Representative Jason Spencer. Does Bora In have addition a... to brandishing a knife, Spencer continues this rampage. We will cut off your blank, you understand? We will take your blank and we will shove it in your mouth. How are you going to rape children and women without a blank? He's a four-termer in the Georgia House, by the way. <laughs> so, um, but what's the what's Cohen's point? I mean, is it just to be funny? I mean, or does he have an overarching Well, the name of the goal? show is Who is America? And it's not all politicians either. In the in the first episode, he went to some art uh, gallery display and did some really absurd things, trying to get them to allow him to have really absurdist art, and it was kind of poking fun. So he, but is he just trying to make us all look stupid? Or yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's uh, trying to find people with the proclivity to be stupid and really, really push them. Which is often very funny. I like the whole bogus art and getting people to talk about its meaning. I Just thought you might sympathize with that one. Prove it that it all is bogus. Earlier in the show, the segment opens with Spencer being instructed to act like a Chinese tourist to take upskirt photos under a suspected terrorist's burqa. Uh, he goes on a tear, including the words sushi, red dragon, and other racist, nonsensical words. In what way is sushi? Oh, I suppose if you're referring to a Chinese person, that's certainly stupidly racial. According to the HuffPo. So sushi is mostly a Japanese thing. It is. That's why it's that's the stupid. Point. He that's said, the point. Pretend okay. to be a Chinese person, and he says sushi, once again, driving home the point that this man okay. is stupid. The video continues with Spencer being directed to pretend to be a quote-unquote homo 
to frighten terrorists because, as the fake Israeli informs him, terrorists are afraid of homosexuals. Spencer proceeds to bear his entire ass and run backward toward Baron Cohen, okay. yelling, All right. America, America. All right. And these aren't hidden cameras. Well, right. There's no way that actually happened. This guy, you think this guy was in on it, or and the, yeah, the, yeah, I agree. There's and, no and way to he, be aired. He'd have to sign a release, folks. You, the, there's your Trump card, and that's not a violation of Trump Free Tuesday. You come in Small as team, Michael. Hey, we're doing this thing for Showtime. They they tell them, hey, this is a Showtime thing. You get them to sign releases before you actually film the stuff. Yeah, well, is 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 how the loophole works on a lot of these. But so you think. Your I, belief is this guy would have signed some sort of release with Showtime before this happened? Before, yeah. And then would drop his pants and run backwards at Borat yelling, America, America. I find that hard to believe. I've seen the tape. And he, he's not. <laughs> well, he, he, he did it. And his response is not. His response is, I got tricked into doing this. Yeah, his response you, is not, I was in on it. Yeah, but I get that, Sean. But I would go to my lawyer and say I was materially misled and it would be over. Over, over, over. They wouldn't air that unless they were willing to pay a, nah. a large settlement nah, because they figured they'd make if profit. He, if he did fall for it, he deserves it because you're an idiot. Well, clearly. You are an idiot among idiots. Anybody, Fooling his dignity. But, but I, just, I just don't believe he actually did that. I believe he, well, he did it, obviously. I, I right. don't believe he got fooled into doing it. I believe he gets cut a check or something like that. Right. And he doesn't give a damn. Uh, maybe that plays in his district, which I think was one of the subtexts of the entire bit. That people in Georgia are stupid, stupid bigots. Okay. Anyway, don't... Uh, oh, he lost in his primary in May to some dude, so this will be his last term in the Georgia legislature. He'll be missed. And that the, there's stories coming out like the, the gun store owner in Southern California who called him on it, and he ran, and they didn't have anything, right? So the, the, his game plan isn't to get people in on it. His whole playbook is to trick people into mm. making themselves look stupid. God, it's just hard to imagine anybody... I know! <laughs> Dropping their pants. Yet there it is. His his bare arse with cameras in view. Like I don't sure because Borat <sighs> tells you terrorists are afraid of homosexuals. So here's what you do: B- pull down your pants and come at me, shouting America. Okay, I'll do it. Even if I believed it, I'd yeah. say, you know what? If I'm ever in that situation, I'll do it. I don't need to do it here. Yeah, I think I'll keep my pants on. Or this guy is one of the greatest idiots. Ever cultivated he, on American he would have soil? To be one of the stupider people on earth. Oh, completely credulous. I mean, the guy's been elected to the the house three times, or well, the state house. I, I don't know. My my bless filter is 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 clogged. The red light's going on. Time to change filter. That's too much bless. Is there any chance he got caught on purpose? He's so good. He got caught on purpose at the gun store to make it because that got a lot of attention. No, to, to really drive home the point he's trying to fool dimensional people. Chess. No, because he didn't put that out, right? Like, it was the gun store owner. Right. Like, that kind of surfaced on its own. I don't know. I'm way past Karen, just for the record. I I, I fully I, believe career politicians could be the dumbest people you ever meet. State-level politicians could be that stupid. Not impossible. <laughs> I'll grant you that. Definitely not impossible. And yet my... Bull-ass sensor is among the most highly honed in the in the industry. <laughs> I'm sniffing it. Uh, talk uh, about thank that. you, Sasha Baron Cohen, for pointing out what a stupid people we are. That's great. Check his papers, huh? That's what I say. You legal? Has any American tried going to Israel and pointing out stupid Israelis? 
See how that works as a popular TV show? Um, global warming and suicide. Is there a link? Among other things, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The people arguing on the text line about which dance songs should have been included in the most danceable songs. Mm. You know, just shows you there's there's still room for people to uh, argue about things that don't matter. Have a little fun. Of course. Not focused on uh, please a certain uh, White House occupant. Hashtag TFT. It's a Trump-free Tuesday on the Armstrong and Getty show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> In fact, we were discussing during the commercials, we have a late-night joke-off involving, what was it? Iranian tweet. Absolutely not. No way. Can't do it, huh? No way, not on a TFT. Save that for tomorrow then, Sean. So instead, this interesting, informative, important, and not freaking you-know-who. It's Anna Giratelli of the Washington Examiner, who joins us with a report uh, from the border, border, essentially, that smugglers are flooding the border with migrants, but it's not really to get the migrants in. Anna, welcome. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks for having me. What is happening on the lawless border, border region? So essentially, there's a two-sided problem. Um, There are transnational criminal organizations. They've taken billions, B with a billion, uh, billions of dollars a year uh, in money from people who are looking to get smuggled from places like Central America, South America, as far as Bangladesh, Asia, all over the world to the U.S. People pay an average anywhere between $3,500 per person to $50,000 to get to the U.S. illegally. And uh, what I found was these drug cartels are using these migrants coming into the U.S. or trying to get here as a distraction in order to get drugs into the country illegally at other parts of the southern border. Boy, you're right. This is a two-pronged thing because each of those stories are, are interesting. That's a multi-billion dollar industry sneaking people into the United States. How much of that comes across the border? Is some of it our ports? You know, the majority of it is coming between ports of entry. So, um, so you know, what you're seeing when you see apprehension numbers, there were over 42,000 people apprehended between the ports of entry in June. That's down from 50,000 each of the past three months. Wow. Um, but there's, there's essentially three ways to traffic someone. Um, you can buy fake legal documents, go to a port of entry, say, I'm, uh, I'm Jane Doe, you know, here's my license, here's my birth certificate, whatever, from, say, Nicaragua, um, and use that to get in if, if the agents fall for it. Um, second way is smuggling inside a car, inside different things, going through ports of entry. And then the third is the most popular, which we continue to see, and that's simply going between ports of entry and trying to enter without being detected. Well, I see the figures anywhere from thirty-five hundred to fifty thousand dollars that you mentioned. What do I get for fifty k? Do they just pick me up in Mexico City in a <laughs> Gulf Stream and, and fly me to Dallas and well, say good luck in El Norte, amigo? I, I would think that maybe at least you're less likely to bake in the back of a truck with fifty other people. I, w- I would hope so. But anyway, to the other point of your article, it's it's a 
It's a technique for distracting uh, the Border Patrol from their drug routes, huh? Exactly. And I mean, this, the story started a few months ago when I was looking at, I'd heard, I had actually seen a lot of, you know, $10 million, $20 million cocaine seizures going on in and around Puerto Rico, down in the Caribbean. Um, and so I, I reached out to Customs and Border Protection and said, you know, I'm seeing more of this. Are, we, are you seeing more cartels trying to get drugs, especially cocaine, through, uh, through the island to the U.S., to like Florida and then north? And they said that's happening more so because people are avoiding the southwest border because of the Trump administration's enhanced um, carrying out of immigration laws and focus on the southwest border. It's forcing drug cartels to say, okay, we got to get this to the U.S. We got to do it a different way. So even just yesterday, I had a story on Coast Guard apprehended more than $700 million of cocaine um, just in three boats over the past two months coming from Central America to the U.S. So they're looking for new ways. Um, And certainly the border is still a major, a major way of getting drugs into the U.S. If you had 180 pounds of cocaine or 180 pounds of a person, which is easier to get into the country? (laughs) That's a great question. Um, Assuming the person's walking, I would say the person. Um, But but no, what cartels do? So I just for the record, I'd have them swallow a bunch of cocaine. uh, Two birds, (laughs) one stone. I'm a creative guy. (laughs) So if you're smuggling a person, most of the times, what I was told was. If, let's say, I go across the border, I get apprehended, I get sent back to, um, you know, El Salvador, the smuggler is typically going to give me a second chance or sometimes even a third chance. Okay, you got caught. Let me, we'll try again. You have to come with me. Now, with narcotics, um, you know, officials weren't really going on the record with what happens. But if you lose or you get a million dollars of cocaine seized and you're the one smuggling it to the U.S., you don't want to go back to Colombia. Um, it's not going to end well for you. Oh, boy. In all, in all seriousness. Um, so, I mean, it's certainly easier to smuggle people. Um, I, you know, and I'm sorry to jump in, but we have very limited time left. And, and there's some great stuff in the article about the changing face of who the illegal immigrants are. It was 90% uh, Mexican males, young adult males. Uh, not too terribly long ago. Now it's many Central American children, people from further away. It's a great piece on the topic. We'll have a link so that folks can find it and read it uh, really easily. Hey, we sure appreciate the time. Well done. Thanks so much, Ray. Yeah, great to talk to you. Thanks. It really is terrific. Uh, we'll return to this in a little bit. Out of time. For uh, those of you who hate America, it's a multi-billion dollar industry sneaking into this country because people want to be here so much. Yeah. But remember, those people are tortured and abducted and raped and killed all the time. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, is Russia's energized bear hacking into American utility companies? Tesla takes a hit, and why California wines are getting more radioactive. Oh, boy. Radioactive wine. That's a good band name right there. Mm. Uh, more on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Just came across another teacher somewhere who is having sex with 16-year-old students, and she looks exactly like every single one of these other women. Attractive, blonde, similar hair. Late 30s, bleached blonde, just about to lose her youthful beauty. Always white? Uh, Well. I don't know if that matters. Almost. Well, it's her privilege. 
Just what is, why do they all look alike? That needs to be studied. Coming up in a little bit, Murder Most Foul, Brett Burkhardt of 810 KGO News will be uh, telling us the latest on the multiple murders on the Bay Area rapid transit system. Article in the Washington Post about it today. I see uh-huh. the CBS early shows talking about it today, getting well, national yeah. attention. Well, I remember the horror and outrage when that uh, unspeakable murder occurred on uh, Portland's public transit system. How about three in five days? Oof. Yeah, that's rough. And they weren't quick to tell us about it. So, more on that in a little bit. Now the news with Marshall Phillips. Well, the wily Republican House Speaker Paul Ryan is playing down news. The White House might revoke security clearances for several top former national security officials. This is something that's in the purview of the executive branch. I think some of these people have already lost their clearances. Uh, some people keep their clearances. At the Capitol today, Ryan smiled at reporters and said... I think he's trolling people, honestly. The White well, House. I can't comment because it's a hashtag TFT, Trump Free Tuesday. Indeed. White House has accused the officials of having politicized and in some cases monetized their public service and security clearances. U.S. officials think the Russian hackers breached networks of utility companies. The Wall Street Journal reports a group of Russian state-sponsored hackers known as Dragonfly or Energetic Bear. Energetic Bear! Got access to the control rooms of U.S. electric utilities. They may have even caused some blackouts, I think. The hacking campaign used... Energetic Bear is my uh, favorite dance club for hairy gay men who have a lot of ambition. <laughs> I, just, I, I go there sometimes. I very specific. I like yeah, it's very, yes. I like the music. Very specific crowd. The hacking. Uh, you seem a little lethargic. You can't come in here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop him at the velvet rope. The hacking campaign used spear phishing emails to steal passwords from workers at the utility suppliers. Wow. What? I feel like by us and the rest of the country, this is being met with a bit of a ho hum. The fact that Russia it was able to get into our, our power grid. Right. And, and mess around a little bit and, and get back out again. I believe to my bones that if the evildoers were to ever decide to uh, show the extent of their abilities, it would shock everyone and it would be the only thing anybody would be talking about as uh, you know electrical systems and uh, cell towers and, and uh, pl- God knows, uh, maybe sewerage systems, whatever, around America, were suddenly shut down by hackers from various uh, right. nefarious lands. I think that, I think bigger than, you know, they're, they're thinking old school by going power grid and stuff like that. You shut down cell phones and or the internet, right. people would go nutso. Yeah. God, I'd have to go outside? What would I do? <laughs> well, I would suggest that if you shut down the power grid, nobody's got the internet, but... Yeah, I hear you talking. True. I mean, if you're sitting there in the right. dark with no air conditioning in the middle of the summer, oh, yeah. inability to browse is going to be the least of your concerns. Speak but, for yourself. But people are so glued to their constant information, I think the not having it would make people... We don't know how people would react. We've never been through this before. I think people would go crazy All right, show with a hand. lack of info. Oh, yeah. Way more than because they're hot. Right, right. And you just flip on the TV and... Whoa, wait a minute. All right, show- I think they might be better. Well, I don't know. What what would be scarier? I think lack of information. The yeah. way we're currently wired to be able to check in on everything all the time. I think right. if we were out of contact, right. we would just go crazy. And then four hours later, realize we're all happier, and we would write them a thank you note for doing it. So quick, quick show of hands. Anybody with a significant other? I'm talking to everybody listening. Have you ever had this mental process take place? Oh my gosh, I forgot my phone. Oh wait, I'll text my wife and have her bring it. 
No! <laughs> Happened to me the other day. Dang, dang it. It's like when the electricity goes off, and I think, well, I guess I'll just watch some TV till it comes back. And, oh, no! <laughs> Tesla- I guess I'll just cruise the internet since the TV does. No! No! <laughs> Tesla stocks took a tumble after reports the company had been asking its suppliers for refunds. According to a memo provided to the Wall Street Journal, the electric car maker asked a supplier to return money on its payments over the past two years to help the company become profitable. Shares of Tesla falling uh, yesterday afternoon and this morning. So, yeah. So they're asking for refunds from their suppliers to help them get over the hump in the production of their next round of cars, is what the uh, report is saying. Yeah, there was an article last week about the number of people that are backing out. Because remember when they when they announced the Model 3, right. a, a lot of people jumped in to get on the list. And you had to give them a chuckle money and, and get on the list. A lot of people are backing out. Um, mm. And that, that hurt stock prices last week also. People are saying, ah, you know, my car's not going to be available until 2020 now. Eh, forget right. it. I'll, I'll eat my deposit. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Cal- also, I, this doesn't get talked about enough nationally. There's not the hunger for electric cars that the government would like us to believe. Right. Or at least the, uh, the left-leaning government would like us to believe. California wine showing evidence of the Fukushima nuclear accident in Japan. The disaster happened seven years ago, and now French scientists say a radioactive isotope is turning up in bottles of California wine. Live Science is reporting the man-made isotope is called cesium-137. They say it's not a big worry. The California Department of Public Health says there really are no safety concerns associated with this discovery. But the California wine's a bit more radioactive than it used to be. I like it. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. And a certain zing to it. The only thing about sh- the, my, the theory of causing panic by shutting down like cell phones and the internet is a lot of our panic grows through social media. So maybe you oh. want to leave that around so people can really, really panic. Interesting. I, I thought know. you were going to say the opposite, that panic would grow not being connected. But no, you're right. There wouldn't be wild-ass rumors flying around the world. And the wild-ass huh. rumors are good. <laughs> yeah, people all be running out of their houses, screaming in the streets. Uh, can you see that? I mean, everybody's pouring out of their homes. No electricity! Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's no rumor. Multiple deaths on the Bay Area rapid transit system in recent days. Three murders in five days. Shocking stuff. Brett Burkhart joins us next. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Boy, what's it going to do to ridership for Bay Area Rapid Transit, known as BART, in the San Francisco Bay Area, now that there's been a third possible homicide in five days? And it's only the grace of God that there weren't more victims of the one attack. KGOA 10 news anchor Brett Burkhardt joins us. Brett's been following this story. Brett, it's it's grim stuff. The innocent folks losing their lives. It's just horrifying. 
Yeah, especially since uh, Nia Wilson and her sister, they rarely use BART, according to her sister. And they were just going home, and uh, they stopped at the MacArthur BART station. Nia, 18 years old, was helping another woman move a stroller out the door when she was just randomly stabbed in the neck. Her sister tried to save her. She was stabbed in the neck as well. Her sister survived, but Nia died at the scene. What time of day? 18-year-old woman just beginning her life. Yeah, I I believe it was in the 9 o'clock hour on Sunday night. And so is there any reason to believe this has got anything to do with the BART system, or is it just, you know, urban violence that could have been out front of a convenience store or wherever? Well, so far, they made an arrest. You need to say that. Thanks to posting the picture, some BART writers recognized the guy on the photo riding the train to Antioch yesterday, late yesterday. And so officers with the BART police department swarmed the train and arrested him. They are searching for a motive. I can only assume that they're interrogating him as we speak. But right now, there's just no no motive at whatsoever. And so people are right. just scratching their heads well, on this the one. The motive is he's a, a dangerous, violent vagrant that the authorities were well aware of 2016 convicted of felony second degree robbery that same year kaiser hospital in richmond california obtained a restraining order after he would repeatedly show up and threaten and and harass staff members homeless guy a separate restraining order filed against him in 2015 previously convicted of battery in june 2013 being under the influence of a controlled substance in march 2016 which is after all those other charges also several misdemeanor infractions of vandalism petty theft position of controlled substance etc and they just kept turning them loose and turning them loose till he killed a beautiful 18 year old girl i can tell you from personal experience you could have a negative interaction with that gentleman in which you were threatened call the police and the first thing they say to you might be you know what's a real tragedy is we don't have some place to put someone like him who obviously has an alcohol problem oh is that the real tragedy yeah well he does have uh, uh convictions of uh, for drug and vandalism petty theft as uh, joe was uh, talking about um so it's unclear why he was let out of jail uh, just two months ago after that uh, may 2016 conviction he was serving for felony second degree robbery so well the jails are bursting with good lawbreakers we need more jails but anyway that's an editorial comment so yep. this guy has been apprehended thank god before he yep. hurts anybody else um what of the other two deaths yeah that was a surprising uh, announcement by the police chief yesterday while he was updating this particular case and the search for the suspect uh, he revealed that there were two other murders Involving the BART transit system in the past five days, one, a transient died after being punched in the side of a head uh, at the Bayfair station, and uh, he apparently hit his head, and that's how he died. Officers are still searching for the attacker in that case. And then they have made an arrest uh, in a, a fight that happened on board a train in the Pleasant Hill uh, area. Apparently, the victim scratched his knee, later got an infection, then died. So they really didn't have the autopsies or any... Um, any information on whether these people were actually murder victims until they they passed because of their injuries after the attack. It's probably worth noting that this guy got into a fight or was attacked. It's not clear to me, but he he got a cut on the back of his knee and it got so badly infected that he was dead a couple of days later or a few days later. That's that's a ringing endorsement for writing Bart right there. (laughs) How often are there fights and attacks on uh, at Bart stations or on, on Bart? 
Well, you don't hear about them um, unless unless people capture them on video. And that's typically how we see some of these incidents, starting with the Oscar Grant shooting by the bar police officer. You know how many cell phone cameras captured that on video long before Bart came out and talked about it. So uh, that's the only way you really find out about these. You know, Bart has a newsroom. Well, they call it a newsroom. It's a communications department. But on their on their website, they call it a newsroom. Sounds like it's a keeping things quiet room. (laughs) <laughs> they, I went back the past year, out of all the press releases about projects, about delays, the only press release regarding crime is maybe crime statistics, which they say are actually down among violent crimes this year compared to last. But also the arrest of a stabbing suspect at the Coliseum BART station and then yesterday's arrest. That's I, the only two mentions of crime. I see they, that they apprehended the guy who smashed the older man in the head who died uh, oh, I'm sorry, or is that the... Uh, oh, they apprehended the guy from the fight with the infection. It's not clear to me if they've apprehended the guy who smashed the other gent in the head. Um, but uh, yeah. anyway, just, just yeah. it's a It's a massive system. I mean, 48 station along six routes, 112 miles of track, 423,000 passengers every day, which is the population of Oakland. Right. And the BART Police Department isn't as big as the Oakland Police Department. And you're interacting with uh, all sorts of uh, brands of humanity there. It's just worth noting. Uh, Brett exactly Burkhardt, right. KGO 810 News Anchor. Brett, thanks a million. Yeah, thanks, guys. Always great to uh, to talk. Ah, yeah. Okay. I'm telling you. I, I, uh, good transit systems I love. Well, I rode Who the subway them? in New York, and I didn't see a single homeless person. I only rode one time. But you you could not take a ride on BART in the San Francisco area and have that experience. It would be impossible. Yeah, yeah. Judy rode the uh, subway system all over New York for a couple of days and said she ran into a couple of oddballs, but nothing made her particularly nervous or anything like that. Do you think she could ride the BART system around San Francisco and feel safe for a couple of days? Uh, no, I would prefer that she not. Yeah, I wouldn't. If I were you, I wouldn't let her. <laughs> no. I mean... Well, that's, you know. Uh, right, I, I, you know, I don't let my wife do things, but <laughs> if you know what I mean. Well, does your wife let you do things? Well, no, no. Mm, well, I don't of. think my wife would let me ride the Bart system. She'd prefer that I not. Right. Certainly, that's what I mean. Yeah, I know. Uh yeah, yeah. Awful, awful. Michael, we need transition music. I think, unless you want to talk more about this. Well, this gets to the 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 transient homeless thing, though. Yes, the whole you're a bad person if you. If you look at somebody that's clearly unhomed and looks messed up on something, if you make any assumptions about them, if you feel any fear, there's something wrong with you. You're bigoted, you're prejudiced toward them the way they look. That's effing nuts. It is effing nuts. And it's effing nuts that it's caught on among city councils and some people in law enforcement. Right. It's effing nuts. Right. If you don't clutch your kid and keep your eye on your back when somebody like that gets on, you're a bad person. You're a bad parent. Well, you've let your twisted ideology overcome your common sense. Because you don't know what these people are, what their background is. They might be perfectly nonviolent, but you don't know that because there's all kinds of people with horrifyingly violent pasts that are out and about, ooching around, doing whatever they want. Well, I've said this many times, but it's worth repeating that, you know, as I raised daughters... And, uh, and love my wife very much. I paid attention a great deal to how women should keep themselves safe stuff. And the first thing they teach you in women's self-defense classes is listen to your instincts. If something makes you nervous, don't 
talk yourself out of that nervousness. That is your brain having no, done no. math. I'm not hearing head. a lot of compassion here. That is your brain doing math you're not even conscious of, warning you there's clicking something wrong here. All of us clicking our fingers don't hear enough compassion here. You're yeah. not looking at that person and thinking, oh my gosh, what can I do to help them? How can I vote to make it easier for them to have a happy life? Yeah, tell that to the victims. I know. It's crazy. It's freaking crazy. Unbelievable. Listen to your instincts. They're there for a reason. If you can afford to avoid riding that particular mass transit, you should do it. Sure. It's too bad. It's really too bad because, you know, it's it's a nice way to get around. You don't have to drive your car, that sort of thing. But if it's dangerous, if you're going to have scary people on all the cars or hanging out in all the places, all, all the platforms where you get on and off, no, don't ride it if you can afford not to. You know, here's a little perspective, maybe too much effing perspective in the uh, words of Spinal Tap, the classic parody. Um, it takes multiple murders to get people's attention. Forget all the robberies. The assaults and batteries, the intimidations that leave you freaked out for days, right. the honey, let's get off at this stop experiences, those are by the hundreds and hundreds. They don't even get any attention. Right. Ugly. Yeah. We need more jails. Build more jails. Build schools, not jails. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, why wouldn't you build both? Oh, okay. Lots more jails. As many as you need to house all the criminals. Criminal Island. That's what I say. <laughs> Island camp. Okay. Um, you How about are, that volcano one? That'd do. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> 